ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Love your radio. Love your music. This is the best thing on your radio. My one and only. A happy Greek radio network. Vancouver. Hello. My name is Dora Papuzaki. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dora Pabutsaki Show here on Agapi Greek Radio. We are so happy to have you back for another week. It's been a great weekend. We're back from the Cretan dance. We are exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. And you know what? As a proud father, to see my son dancing there in, in 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 you know his first performance was quite nice yeah it was wasn't amazing. he just adorable and then when he did that thing oh it was crazy it was absolutely <laughs> amazing well so for those of you that came i'm sure you had a wonderful time for those of you that didn't that's okay we don't hold grudges yeah, although we do. cretans do hold guns but that's okay we won't hold a grudge against you, but George, you had something really uh, fun you wanted to talk to to our to us about. Go fun? for it. Anything yeah. I want to talk about is fun. Whatever comes out of my mouth is fun. Um, you know, it's funny. I was having your brother. Your brother was in uh, Montreal last week, right? He and, was, and he enjoyed himself. And he 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 happened to be there. Luck of the draw. Montreal was playing Vancouver. On the Sunday, he was at the game. And people were having friendly chirps on his chat and whatever it was on what he posted. But what drives me crazy is people trying to come after me, chirping against the Montreal Canadiens. And then he's like, oh, yeah, but they're they're fans of four other teams. And those four of the teams happen to be, let's say, top top four teams in the NHL and not the local one. It's I, like, I, I feel I've seen this. This I, I feel like I've seen this chat. I feel like at some yeah. point I thought to myself, why is this chat still happening? <laughs> and, and I even asked that question. Are you still talking? What's going on? And it's like, when some, someone's a local guy. He's telling me. And, and just to be clear, everybody, this was not George against my brother. No, 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 no. <laughs> but when someone's telling me, oh, Montreal hasn't won a cup in 30 years. I'm like, um, Vancouver's been around for 50. What's happened? Nothing. Oh, my God. You know, and it's like, oh, but I'm a fan of Vegas. Oh, because they won last year? You're suddenly a fan of Vegas? <laughs> I did. Bandwagon jumpers. But it's it funny. was a great game. Oh, listen. Look, Montreal beat Boston. To be honest, even the Vancouver fans, that I, I went out for dinner with some local boys here on the Sunday, and they all said the same thing. They would have traded. They would have preferred to beat the Leafs on the Saturday and, win, and lose to Montreal. And Montreal beat their arch rival on Saturday on Boston. Whatever they were exhausted against uh, Vancouver. It's, these back-to-back games are bad. But that's all I wanted to comment. How you know people want to change alliances relatively quickly and uh, all to suit them. And there you go. I'm I'm back. All that negativity's gone. My dog is sitting here next to me looking for food. Anybody have food for need, my dog? Do you need to to pet your dog and have some emotional? Support? He is my emotional support dog. Hi Ziggy. Where How is you Nico? Doing, buddy? 
Nico's Nico? over there eating. Yeah, don't don't bother him. He's uh here. Come here, Ziggy. For, for, let's, let's do this for the clip. Come here. Come here. Up, 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 Nico, up, up, up. We're gonna advertise you. Come here. We're gonna put you on Instagram. See, Theodore's gonna put you on Instagram. <laughs> Hi, watch the Dora Papazaki show. That's right. <laughs> I have no words right now. <laughs> There's your clip for the week. Put it on Instagram, baby. Just to let everybody know. Uh, George and, and I and Tula and, and Nico were away for the weekend. Last weekend, we went to Whistler and Nico Lackey was there too. And George is the guy that stops at every dog <laughs> to say hello. And there, the... were, and there were lots of dogs up in Whistler. There were so and he drove Dora and Nico crazy. It's like, right. that you go, we want to go get a coffee. And, and we and, keep walking George. And, and in the hotel, it wasn't just small dogs. There was huge dogs there. There were a couple of mastiffs. Some family came in with two mastiffs. Like, I know. Where are you guys going to sleep? I know. Amazing. Yeah, there's, that's an interesting concept for people like me who are allergic to dogs. So I have a severe allergy to dogs, actually. It causes me massive asthma. I can't breathe. I always think about that because I know in the past, um, hotels had dog friendly floors so there were only certain floors in certain rooms that dogs could stay in but the amount of dogs that were at the west end i think outnumbered humans so i it always makes me wonder like what if you get i know they obviously clean and change the sheets but dog care is not easy to get rid of so what if you have an allergy and then you're in a room that was just occupied by a sh very heavily shedding uh, golden retriever i know and i mean and I, I don't know how the guests at the Westin did it. We went there for coffee or for breakfast. We stayed at the Journey's End, right? So that was where we stayed. It was much Total, better there. Absolutely. And there were no and there were no dogs at the at the Motel Six. But, <laughs> but uh, coming off of an interview we had we we having today, maybe because Filimu, you'll be very excited to know that as I like to call them, the Dritz's brothers. They're not brothers. They're father and son. Um, the Dritz's boys are on the show today. We've got a great interview talking all about real estate, but. You know, they have got Airbnbs everywhere. So maybe next time we just, instead of the Journeys in, is that what you called it? Yeah. The journeys in. It was in, a Motel uh, 6, wasn't it? <laughs> Do I look like someone who stays at the Motel 6? Don't answer that. <laughs> Nico Puise. Nico's talking to Matthew. He's like, hey, Matthew hasn't spoken to us this week. What's going on? I know. Matthew hasn't touched base. Do you think she's upset with us? I think she's upset that she's realized going to the dark side on your side, she's getting no love. I think we, that we I think that we've mathified the show too much in that she's now embarrassed. She's, she's, no, she's, she, she's too big for us. Maybe she's doing <laughs> maybe she's doing a book signing. I don't know. Maybe she's so popular she's, now. She's signing autographs at the Cretan dance the way that we did this uh this past weekend. We should uh, have Matthew on the show. We See, definitely need to have Matthew on the show. Make it work. Oh, okay. Get it done. We got we got uh, Bill and Michael Dritzas on the show today, everybody. A little bit later on, we are talking real estate. We are talking, you know, working with family, father and son relations, um, and their charitable work and all sorts of wonderful things that they do. So keep tuned in. Of course, we have our amazing Angelo Tsarukas with his segment, Ask Ange. And right now, Oh, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to ask Bill and Michael what dedication they wanted this week on which singer. Oh, 
I always well, the interview you. hasn't happened yet, so we'll see what you can ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, let's go listen to Melissa's and we will be right back. Απόψε μαζί μας έχουμε ένα πρωτοεμφανιζόμενο συγκρότημα το οποίο θα μας παρουσιάσει το καινούργιο τραγούδι με τίτλο 3040. Μείνετε συντονισμένοι μέχρι το τέλος γιατί σας περιμένουν πολλές πολλές εκπλήξεις. Πάμε όμως να υποδεχτούμε τις Μέλισσες! Ιστορία. Και έτσι 
You know what's coming around the corner, Adora? New Year's Eve. Before that. Boxing Christmas. Day. Before that. Uh, to a Unicolau. Before that. Mavri Paraskevi. Ah. What's on your list that you want to get or you want to purchase on Mavri Paraskevi? Okay, so but here's my first question before we go there. Okay. When is Black Friday? I'm trying to figure that out because it starts, it's like Boxing Day. Boxing Day used to be on Boxing Day. And now it's Boxing Week. Then it's Boxing Month. Like, what? when is Black Friday? When does it officially? Because I was downtown today, and I saw in the mall that they're already having Black Friday sales. And what's interesting to me is that what's a Black How is Black? Good question. But Black Friday for Canadians, why is it on the U.S. Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, so I think Black Friday was basically Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving is the start of their holiday season, Right. As soon as it's Thanksgiving, then everybody's ready for Christmas. So then the next day after Thanksgiving was the first big sale day. It's just to get, you know, if you're not shopping enough, just to get you all amped up and ready to shop. Right, Nico? Yeah. And, you know, I just did a Google search why they call it Black Friday. And Reuters says it started around the 1960s and early 70s. Police and bus drivers in Philadelphia used the term Black Friday to refer to the chaos of, of an influx of people in the city created before the Thanksgiving weekend. Visitors would troll the stores in Philadelphia on Friday with their Christmas lists looking for gifts. Oh, that's exactly what I said. Oh, my God. I'm so smart. But yeah, so, Well, listen, at <laughs> the are. end of the day, at the end of the day, it's another reason that retailers and commercial uh, retailers they just need another reason for people to go shopping. That's why they've created all these holidays and traditions and like yes, because what was it back in the day? It was Christmas. Right? Well, you had to go Christmas shopping at some Christmas point. shopping. Okay. Then what did you do? They couldn't wait. So they put Valentine's day in there. I bet they're going to start doing things in January because they don't want us to sit on our butts and save money. They want us to shop. So they're going so, to come up so with just answer George's question, though. You have yet to answer it. What is this question? Anyways, what hey, are you buying on Black Friday? How about I buy nothing because I don't need anything and I'll buy it when I need it. It's a good question. That's a good answer. I don't really like it, but it's a good answer. Well, I'm going to say that I also do not go Black Friday shopping just because, <laughs> A, I do not like crowds when I'm shopping. And, B, I just really don't care if I have to buy a regular price. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's you know, not what my husband like wants my, Dora to says, hey, oh, my God, Nico, I got 80% off on this thing I really didn't need. <laughs> okay. Great. For, for me, though, what I, what I like, what I think makes sense to buy Z. What makes sense to buy on Black Friday, and I'm looking at it right now as we speak, is um, some home furnishing. Not home furnishings, like um, stuff for the kitchen. You know, I, you guys know I love to cook, so I'm looking yeah. at like uh, pots and pans. Actually, you should also look at Cyber Monday, which I like a lot more because I like shopping online. Cyber so Monday. Cyber Monday is the Monday after the Thanksgiving weekend, and that is the day that you can get really actually amazing deals online. So if you're buying things off Amazon, if you're buying things, if you buy them directly from the kitchen store online, you can get some really good deals and a lot of electronics. But I'm I'm buying something on Black Friday sale online. Isn't that a Black Friday cyber sale? They say that the Cyber Monday sales are better. 
Don't but don't quote me because I don't want to risk it. If this price goes, if this price oh, goes up, uh, you uh, should buy it on Black Friday, and then if it gets even more, then buy it on Cyber Monday, and then return you. the Black Friday one. Look at you. See? So Cobina you guys haven't Dora. seen. I haven't just seen those. Uh, Your first name is Cobina. Your last Cobina. name is Dora. Do you hey, know Dora? I like that. Have you ever seen those real retailers that will put us a, a sale sticker on a let's say a pair of shoes? But and it says you know 19.99, and then you basically they take the sticker off, and the original price was 8.99. So are you telling me that I can buy a pair of shoes for 19.99? No, this is just an example. You said 8.99. What I'm trying to say is that they throw a sticker with a colorful for you know sell you know markdown price, but the price was actually lower before they. It's all it's so psychological. It's, it's You're like so that cute. It's like that Arnold Schwarzenegger meme. First picture of him looking angry with the price four ninety nine. Second picture of him uh, looking angry with a big smile. The price says four ninety nine, but above it says twelve ninety nine with the twelve ninety nine scratched off. Yes, it's all it's all perception, right? It's all so, psychological. Psychologica. Well, poli funny. New Year's is coming around. We're not going to talk about New Year's Eve. But what we're going to talk about is, you know, sometimes trends come in and out over the years, right? And there were trends here in 2023 that uh, perhaps you want to stop. And I'm going to ask you, and I'll give you some examples. I'm going to ask you what trends should come to an end in 2024. Some of the things in this article that I'm reading are crop tops. Of course, I'm sure you will not agree to that, but crop crop tops uh, actually actually if i can cut you off they hmm. should be regulated more <laughs> as to who wears the crop tops go on yes that's not nice um no 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 what i mean like listen when i see a young girl wearing a crop top i feel like a, i feel like a dirty old man thinking why is that girl wearing a crop top they should be a certain age where, oh, hey 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 I don't have a perfect body. I'm not talking about <laughs> anybody else. I'm talking about age, okay? Okay. Regulations okay. are with age. I did, me say. Okay. Don't throw me under the Thank bus you Matthew's, for the explanation. Matthew's going to hate me even more. Thank you for the explanation. Uh, another thing that should stop, according to this article, are gender reveal parties. That's a bit of a malakia, sure. Um, the one I, uh, so the two that I absolutely agree with, chatting on speakerphone in public. I never understood why people do that, yeah. walking through the street, holding their phone to their mouth and talking on speakerphone so we could hear both sides of the entire conversation. Yeah. And when they're doing that on video, it drives me nuts. What, what, what is, I don't understand what but that is. I can is. tell you that turtlenecks are in style. They are not in style. I Everybody, Nico I, put I on wore, a really creepy looking turtleneck the other day. And you know what? I got a lot of compliments. About being creepy. About being uh, styling with a turtleneck. But Peter, but Nico also went to his his office Halloween party as a priest. So I mean, he's <laughs> he's okay with the creep factor. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Anything you guys want to see come to an end in twenty twenty four? I don't know. Um, uh, interest rates. <laughs> yes, I like that. Somebody uh, said tipping culture. How oh, do you gosh. feel about tipping culture? I don't know, but you know what? I think I, you know, that person that puts my coffee in the cup should deserve a tip because they are going way beyond what they should be doing. Well, let's talk about job. tipping culture. Let's talk about it. I took the dog to the groomer today. Uh, they're wonderful because uh, Scooby is super anxious. 
literally shakes Oloklirosh when he is uh, about to get groomed. I come out, I pay, I go to the screen to tap and the tip thing is on there. And then I feel bad because now what do they do? They put next to the 15%, it says good. Yeah. Next to the 18%, it says great. great. So I'm like, well, I know they're great and they deal, they are so good with my dog. So I felt inclined to do the 18%. They like guilt you into trip into, and I just paid $90 for a groom. And then so I paid I, another 18%. Well, I, well, and then to find anything lower, you got to press press says, I always look for the, I got me sue 5%. <laughs> I, what I don't Stop. like is, I don't like is is stores telling me that they don't take cash. All, all they want is cards. Mm-hmm. That drives me crazy because that because let's be honest, if you have cash and you only have a twenty right to buy something, and if it costs nineteen dollars, you'll leave a dollar tip and then, I lost my twenty. There it is. Yeah. But like you, if you're paying nineteen eight nineteen dollars, well, now I can go up to twenty five percent in the tip if you wanted to because it's on my card. That yeah. I don't like. How can you refuse legal tender? And there's a couple of places here that are refusing, like the uh, the coffee shop in my building where I work. Only cards. Must no. I know. What it's legal tender. That? You can't refuse cash. That's bizarre. I'm I'm usually I think it's the opposite. They just want there's stores that just will ask for cash. So they can that's Montreal. Montreal's all cash. Vancouver too. A lot of the certain race restaurants. I just Greek want ones. them to be clear I when you walk in. Say that. I just really want you to be clear when you when I walk in because there's nothing worse than you realize it's cash when you've already had your meal. Um, okay, let's take a break. We are going to come back with our Angelo Tsarukas and Ask Ange, and then we will be back with headlines. <laughs> Έχει 
are listening to Extremely Funny, Angelo Sarukas. Angelo Welcome back to the Dora Papuzaki Show here on Agapi Greek Radio, Greek AF Radio. And Angelo Tsarukas has been kind enough to take time out of his insane schedule to be with us for another week. Hi, Ange. Hi, Dora. How are you? You're I'm my insane schedule. How about yours? <laughs> That's I mean, we true. We're to get together here. It's it's hard, but we manage, yeah. right? <laughs> right. We manage it. We're here doing it. We're doing it. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend who has asked us a question, Ange, and I think we've had something similar before, but let's okay. see uh, what you think. She says, and I am assuming it's a she, but this person says, my best friend has decided to get married and have a destination wedding. As much as I would love to be there, I cannot afford it. How do I let her know that I cannot afford this trip? She is expecting me to be there and I am a bridesmaid. Well, that's... um... Yeah, we may have one similar to that, right? I think. Yeah, I think thing. we've had something like this. So, destination wedding probably is going to be Caribbean, Hawaii, but more than likely here, it sounds like Greece. Yeah, people go, and she's a bridesmaid. So, the deal when you do a destination wedding and you're asking people what to do, because I know I don't know how it works with bridesmaids. I know sometimes. The bride will pay for the dresses, or a lot of times yeah. the bridesmaids are expected to pay for it. Yeah. Now, if they're going, and it depends what time of year they're going high season, off season. You know, I've seen it. It can at, be at, really expensive in the end for a bride. You're talking a lot of money. Yeah. And sometimes people, you know what? It depends on what situation you are. Um, if she really can't afford it, I think honesty is the best policy here. Yeah. I would say, look. I love you. I really want to be there for you. Um, I can, I just cannot afford at this moment to carry through these duties for you. Uh, what you can maybe do then is give them a nice gift. Mm-hmm. For instance, in lieu of the money you would overspend, give them a nice gift and say, look, I, this is for you and your husband, whatever. And if you don't look, I'm a big believer. If you don't have the money, you don't have the money. Don't you? Yeah. You and you can't yeah, like, what's people. the expectation here? Like, is the expectation that a friend should be taking out a loan? That, well, see, that's it, like, right? what's the expectation from the friend? I don't know. Now, if they, you see, if you put people, I've, I've heard of destination weddings. If you said to people, look, you know, and I know it's a lot of money, but depends where you're at. If you said to people, look, uh, we're having a destination wedding. I'm going to pay for your airfare. Yeah. To be there. And then you just pay the hotel. That That's kind of 50-50. Now, I know it's a lot of money, but sometimes, you know, and maybe if you talk to them, maybe they have the, some people have the resources, some don't. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, has she done these preliminary conversations? Has she had them where she's, you know, ironing out what exactly like financially are, um, you know, do I have to do here? Like, what is the, the family paying for? What am I paying for? Like, because if she has to pay for the flight and the hotel and the dress and the stag party and, you know, blah, 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 it adds up. But yeah, maybe she needs to have that conversation with her friend first to say, okay, can you give me some more details, like financially, like what this is going to cost me before I can make a decision? 
Exactly. Because you see, I was, I was in, uh, I was working in the East coast and a, my friend's wife had a birthday in Toronto. So I was able, he goes, you know, we were invited. So it just worked out that I could coming in that Sunday and I go back Monday to LA. Right. But you got to change the ticket. Yeah. Get a, hotel, get a car rental, get a gift. That's so right. You're talking just to stop in Toronto is about a thousand bucks. Totally. You know, I mean, and, and that's just like, because, and I thought to myself, because, and then that, the thing they did was, um, uh, it was at a club. They, you, everybody had to pay an extra uh, on top of the gift, another hundred bucks for the thing. That's right. For the, for whatever it was. Exactly. So, and you go there and I said, it just happened that I, well, you know, I'm coming back this way, but even being out there, making the extra day stop was a, it overall was another thousand bucks. That's yeah. one day in Toronto domestic. So imagine if you're going overseas, even for a destination wedding, you're looking minimum 5,000 bucks. Totally. Absolutely. Dress, hotel, this, that, get whatever that is. So I think you're right. I think what you suggested works better. I think have a conversation about this. Yeah. Explain yeah, to them. That. Yeah. Explain to them and say, look, you know, we, I, I, I really, you know, I really want to do this. I really want to be there for you. You're my best friend, my whatever, but here's my situation. Yeah. How can, what, what, what do you suggest we do? Yeah. See, because I think if you put people in a position to say, no, they will. That's but right. If you have a conversation about it. You can say, "Look, hey, Dora. Look, here's here's my here's my situation. This and that. You know, I can't afford the entire thing." And then you could say, "You know what? Let me talk to my partner. Let me see. Maybe that we can work something out." You know, what I mean, but exactly. at, at least this way, I'm telling you, I want to be there. Exactly. And maybe your friend will say, "Oh my God, it wouldn't be the same without you." Forget it. I'm paying for your flight. Or something. Can you yeah, just can you just handle this and I'll do this? Yeah. Who knows? Well, c- communication is key. And we don't do that enough. And see, but but if you ask me, go no, I can't. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're expecting a lot from me. I mean, you expect no. Have a conversation. Say, look, I want to be there. This is my situation. Exactly. Uh, and I, I've been, I've you know in the past, I've uh, there was a couple of destination winning things I didn't go to. Yeah. At that time in my life, I really didn't have the money. And I yeah. call my friend. He goes, look, I understand. They go, look, I want to go there. Uh, my friend was getting married in New Brunswick. And wow. for at the time, for the two of us to go to Fredericton, New Brunswick, just the air tickets were 2500 bucks return from L.A. Wow. And I really, really wanted to go to it. Plus hotel and everything, a gift. I, did, I didn't have the dollars at that yeah. time. I didn't go. But exactly. what I did, solution, I went to the registry. Nice. And I bought like three, four hundred dollars worth of stuff, whatever it was, on the registry as a gift. Perfect. Exactly. So there's always a way around it. You exactly. Know? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, friends. I hope that this helped you. Uh, that's it from me and Ange this week, and we will see you next week. Bye, Dora. Bye, guys. Bye. <sighs> And we're back here on the Dora Papuzaki show on a happy Greek radio. And we are in time for headlines, fun and funny headlines. Uh, who wants to go first? I think I went first the last couple of times. So I'll let somebody else go first. 
Uh, do you want me to go first, Nico? Or are you prepared or are you unprepared like last week? I've got wow, one. a little passive aggressive. I've got one. Okay, the, you go first. From the Toronto Star. Canadian mint worker who hid gold pucks in his rectum to be sentenced. <laughs> oh my god, he worked for the Cana- Royal Canadian Mint. Yeah. And yeah. he and he shoved gold pucks up his bum bum. Yeah, to hockey them. pucks? No, the the gold coin, pucks. Pu- the gold <laughs> gold coins, the pucks. Oh my lord, how does it say how many? No, I can't go into the story because I got to sign up for that article. <laughs> you have to pay to be a member to be pay for that? Yeah, that yeah. Why would you I hate that? that. Okay, well, you're out. I'm next and I think this is very perfect for this week because of our real estate themed week mm. from the Vancouver Sun published 2 days ago. Man Mary's dying sister-in-law to inherit East Vancouver co-op unit petition to court. Wow. All in one month, the marriage took place. The woman was moved to hospice and she died. And her son said he believes marriage was orchestrated by his aunt and her partner to get the unit, according to a petition in the BC Supreme Court seeking their eviction. That's got to happen a lot. Oh, for sure. So, so... Was it to avoid from giving it to the son? Is that it? I guess. I mean, I, I haven't really obviously read it thoroughly, but Clearly. the the point of the of the uh story here is they obviously wanted to take that piece of real estate. So the the this man uh so the aunt, so the boy's aunt, so probably the mo- the dying woman's sister's partner yeah the step uncle yeah d- uh, married married her instead and so that they can get the the property so i guess i'm keeping my headline cuz these your headlines suck but my headline i think is keeping in the theme with uh real estate and the high cost of real estate i'm not sure if you heard but They've identified the couple who won $55 million in the jackpot in Halloween in Montreal. And they're saying how the guy who won, he was visibly shaking. He was white. He was sweating. Almost had a heart attack, right? Okay. he won $55 million. And I mean, like, you know what that poor guy could do now with $55 million bucks? He can afford a house from Dritzas in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't need to come to Vancouver because he probably has 10 houses in Montreal based on how crappy the real estate market is there. Wow. It's closer to a hundred, but okay. Funny story. Uh, we had met, and I think you know this story, but no names will be mentioned. Uh, we had met some people in Greece one summer, and they were from Montreal, <laughs> and uh, their kids were so cocky. They are these kids that were just so annoying. Yeah, bro. And, yeah, and bro. they they were saying to my kids. Oh, my parents own a Tesla. Oh, my parents own four condos. Oh, my parents own that. And our kids in a just very polite and would never, they were like, okay, that's great. Like, whatever. But Nico said to them, why don't you tell them? Why didn't you tell them that all of your parents' real estate together in uh, Montreal wouldn't equate to the house that you currently reside in in Vancouver? To half. Exactly. No, I I said the carport. The carport, yeah, <laughs> to not even have. So, yeah, exactly. you know what, George, your your headlines suck too. This was a sucky week. Well, you know what is 
It's what do they say in Greek? Topsari mirizia pe kefali. Bam! That's on you, woman. Olo egofteo regamoto. So, let's break then. So I found I, oh, Matthew oh, just oh. sent me a text message from a headline oh, she has. Says, uh, okay, three's a crowd. Nico leaves the Paputa- Dora Paputaki <laughs> show. You are yeah, not to be funny. replaced by Matthew. I think I, she's trying to get you to get out so she can be, she get in here. That's First okay. of all, I need you on the show because tomorrow, and a sneak peek for next week, everybody, I am uh, interviewing the very uh, popular and incredible musician Manolis Kodaros, and I need uh, Cretan with me in order to do some of the translations. So you can't quit just yet. I thought it was in order to have an interview Cretan, the Cretan must be part of must be part of the interview crew. That's Wait, also the case. So you're you're <laughs> telling me that I'm going to be the translator? You have to translate all Are the Cretan. Are you Cretan kidding me? From Cretan to Greek to English. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's going to be hilarious. What is going to be hilarious is if you conduct the, enti- the entire interview, but did no, you, I won't do you, that to you. Did you guys see the video I sent you about the Cretan and La Mia? Yes. Yes, that yeah. was funny. Yes, yeah. that was a good one. Um, okay, Filimu, let's take a break. We are going to come back with the... Bill and uh, Michael Dritzas interview. I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. Follow them on Dritzas Real Estate on uh, Instagram. And actually, fun story, which we did mention during the interview too, George, is that this interview was requested by a uh, by a listener. Uh, I got a oh, message. fantastic! Yeah, so we followed through. We did it. If anybody wants us to interview anybody in particular, please send us a message, and we will make it happen. I think it's fantastic that we're that our, our interviews have an impact on the show. Our, our I'm sorry, our listeners have an impact on the show, and that we listen to them so clearly. And uh, yeah, uh, keep listening, keep giving us your feedback. And hey, who else do you want to hear from? You know, oh look at that! What what, what just happened? What's um, that? With bubbles? Yeah. Bubbles in the thumbs up. (laughs) I don't get that. We'll be back. Calimera y Semoni. Desde Sakusa Kala, Arjias de Sentarea, Ibedo y Mikina, Atabradia de Gimase, Anepireas de Se, Argirina, Sergastos Piti, Isos Mejias de Se. Σήκωσε το τηλέφωνο να ακούσεις τι θα πω Κάποιος τρελός σ' αγαπάει Σήκωσε το τηλέφωνο έρχομαι να σε δω Και πάμε όπου μας πάει Να σου πω, ξέρω έχει τα δικά σου. Πάγια σένα είμαι εδώ. Αν τα βράδια δεν κοιμάσαι, αν επηρεάζεσαι. Αν γυρνά, αργά στο σπίτι, ίσω με χρειάζεσαι. Σήκωσε το τηλέφωνο, να ακούσει τι θα πω. Κάποιο τρελό σα αγαπάει. Σήκωσε το Έρχομαι να σε βρω και πάμε όπου μας πάει. 
Welcome back to the Dora Pawlikowski show here on Agapi Greek Radio and with me I have the dynamic duo of real estate in Vancouver. Uh, I you know I I want to say the Dritz's brothers it just rolls so nicely but it's not the Dritz's brothers. They look <laughs> like brothers. <laughs> it's it's Bill I can't hear you. How come? You can't hear me? Oh, there we go. Now I can hear you. Yeah. So, um, so Bill and Michael, father, son, Dritzis are here with us on the show. Welcome guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So, you know, obviously living in Vancouver, real estate is top of mind for almost everybody. And we, we did, we mentioned off, off the air that we did have a listener who really wanted us to talk to you guys. So I'm happy to have you on board and talk a little bit of real estate and all sorts of other things. Uh, so why don't we start with Bill? Because he is the veteran, right? Of the group. <laughs> and, and, you know, just, just. Tell us how you started, where, when, and how has it evolved in the last... I mean, I know in 2005, you sold me and Nico a cute little apartment in uh, Burnaby Heights. So I know you've been doing it a really long time. Um, how how was it and how has it evolved? And, um, this coming February will be 31 years. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, it's been it's been a while. Um, how has it evolved? It it has evolved from selling, let's say, uh, you know, a house on Boundary Road, a 33-foot lot for $200,000, all the way to $2 now. Just insane. I remember selling 33-foot lots, you know, in East Van, and um, yeah, we were selling them for $200,000 back in uh, 93, and now they're up as high as $2 million bucks well i'm sure you you in the industry always hear about the real estate regrets right the real estate regrets uh, we all we all have them, I have them. I, yeah i mean even you, back you then i'm sure bill you said to us buy house by house and we were like oh we're just gonna buy an up we're gonna start small actually bill bill i will never forget it 20 years ago maybe more told me make sure you buy real estate it's gonna go up a lot and we're talking price points in 275 to three and a quarter in North Burnaby, maybe East Van, North Burnaby, you know, starter homes. He said, get in the market. It's going to go up. And I thought, okay, how much up? He was yeah. right. How much up? Exactly. Michael. Well, you know, oh, sorry. Tell, go ahead. I tell people we're, we're going to be having this conversation in, in 15, 20 years from now. And we're going to be saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. The number, the numbers are just going to be different. Yeah. As scary yeah. as that sounds for sure. Um, Michael, I wanted to ask you, uh, what made you want to follow in your dad's footsteps? Is I this, mean, how could I not, I... Could, right? <laughs> um, I don't know, just growing up, growing up and hearing, hearing of it every day and, you know, just kind of becomes a part of you. I went to school, tried to do something else, um, cause he wanted to do and like it and just doing what I always wanted to do. It's, it's, you definitely have to be a people person to do this mm-hmm. job. Yeah. You know, Bill's very much a people person. I don't know you well, but 
I can tell from your social media, you're mm -hmm. definitely an extrovert, right? Um, 13 and a half thousand followers yeah. on yeah. Instagram. Like that's insane. And you know where it's all from? It's from the van parked on Boundary and Parker. Guaranteed the truck. <laughs> you know what, guys? I know I have so many friends in Burnham East van that say, hey, do you know uh, Dritzis? Do you know the guy that parks that truck on Boundary? I said, yeah, it's it's smart. That's so, all. so, that's so, all okay, that's say. a good topic to touch on. How much of your business would you say is based on that type of marketing? And how much is it like word of mouth and that kind of stuff? Well, I, I think the marketing part of it, um, Michael has brought to the table in the last few years. Um, so he's grown that social media marketing part of it. And I think that will, um, it, it already has started to, to grow, right? But um, up until, you know, recently, 95% uh, of my business was repeat business and word of mouth. Right. Right. But now it's starting, we're, we're, gonna, we're taking it to the next level, right? So that's, that's what Michael's doing and we're pushing it and that's where we're going with it, with the truck, with all our vehicles, all the marketing, it's just in bus benches, yep. um, garbage cans, uh, billboards, like you name it, right? It's, it's a whole package. And I still want a hat. I want a hat. I want the hat. I want the hat. I've seen we that. We can get you a hat. We've seen the Dritzis merch. Yes. There yes. you go. <laughs> um, it's tough. It's tough to see exactly how much of the business comes from one single avenue of marketing. Um, it's a combination of everything, right? And and marketing is very uh, psychological. And you know, it's when you see something over and over and over again, whether it be the, the truck, Instagram, the car, the bus benches, it's it's a combination of everything, I think, at the end of the day. Uh, so it's hard to pick which one specific avenue uh, generates the most amount of business. Yeah. So, guys, what, how, how do you see the current state of the real estate market? You know, we all know that interest rates have gone up. I just went to a, a breakfast meeting today downtown at NAOP about the interest rates and forecasting what's happening. How, what, what are you seeing in the marketplace for the res side? For the what side? For the residential side. For the residential side? Well, I mean, I, I don't think that we, we haven't seen the worst of it yet. That's okay. for sure. There's still, um, there's still many people that have mortgages with one and a half and 2% that yeah. are going to come due in, you know, the next six months, the next year, the next two years. Right. So I don't think we've seen the, the worst of it yet. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's not going to get better. And from what I understand is when they, when the government raises the rent, raises the rent, raises the interest rates, um, it, it takes, it takes about 18 months for that to filter through to have an effect. So we're just, just getting there with the first round of interest rates that interest rate hikes that took in place last year. So we're mm -hmm. we all that work through it's through yet. So I think that it's going to get better before it gets, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Before it gets better. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. There's going to be a lot of potentially foreclosures or people having struggles. They have to cut expenses to make their mortgage payments that are going to double, maybe triple, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's not going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be scary. In my opinion. We, we, all most of our mortgages have just just came due, just happened to come due over the last year, and we've noticed uh, we've noticed some big hikes, big hikes. Yeah, yeah. it's not um, fun for sure. In, in terms of uh, 
you know, home buyers, of course, buying a home is uh, earlier. You mentioned, Michael, that uh, marketing is psychological. I think uh, buying a home has a lot of psychology to it, too, yeah. from a home buyer perspective. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of um, stress. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you play part psychologist, part uh, real estate agent in the work that yeah. you do. Um, so, what, right. Yeah. So, what advice would you say to first-time home buyers um, who are dabbling in the market um, financially? How do you advise them? Ask questions. Ask questions. I see a lot of people they they're scared to even ask a question when they're curious about something, but that's that's the first thing you got to do. Right. You, if you know somebody who's a realtor and, and you trust them, just ask questions and, and help you along the way. Yeah. And ask mom and dad for money. Yeah. That too. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't help with that. That part I can't help with, but everything right. else. Everything well, else. in terms of budgeting, when we bought a house and, and stuff, I, I was very young and, and knew nothing about anything. My parents were always renters. Unfortunately, Um, it just was a the choice that they had made. And so I didn't really know a lot about it. And when I met Nico, and we were talking about buying a house or, or a condo together, a lot of it was about the budgeting, right? So Mm -hmm. what would you say to people in terms of, it's not just, you're going to get pre approved for a certain amount, you know, everything else that's involved with that with buying a house? For for that side of it, for that side of it, it's it's you got to talk to the mortgage broker, right? They'll know they'll know the best best sorry of uh, you know how to guide you in that way and 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 your finances and what you qualify for and what you can afford. So yeah, the first step the first step is to is to get pre approved and then you know right away what your budget is and what you can look for at that point, right? You want something that's six hundred that's worth six hundred grand, but if you can only afford something that's five. Then you got to come back down to reality a little bit and uh, search for something that's within your um, within your criteria in your budget. Yeah. So, guys, on another like, what's uh, what's some of the weirdest things that you've seen or strangest things you've seen in a house or a <laughs> listing, a sale? Because I follow another realtor that posts stuff, funny stuff, dangerous stuff. You know, people. You know, for example, uh, one light in the bathroom when there's you know six burnt out. Just funny stuff on the internet. What What are some of the weirdest, strangest things you've seen? <laughs> You're laughing. I just I just had one the other day. Um, someone in the house opened up a cupboard, right, and uh, the the property was tenanted, and let's just say there was some stuff in there that uh, wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> we'll leave it we'll leave it at that <laughs> yeah, just, yeah yeah bill how about you i'm sure you've seen a lot oh i could probably write a book on it <laughs> i could write a book on it you name it it's it's i've seen it it's yeah it, it, it's never it's never a dull moment it's never a dull moment my uh, favorite my favorite when we were looking at homes is when they make you take off your shoes and you're oh. walking on sticky vinyl floors that i knew you were gonna say that remember i still remember i I actually threw my rupert was that on rupert it was no it was charles but i threw my socks out but uh, yeah yeah, disgusting i remember one on rupert where i was like this is so gross (laughs) many times and the first thing i've done is taken my socks off and they've gone in the garbage yes probably probably thrown away more socks in my lifetime than anything else that i own I know. I know. Right. It's crazy. Um, 
Nico, do you want to? Yeah, no, I, you know, anything else you guys want to talk about real estate, your business, or, you know, we, I want to move on to, you know, your community works, you know, stuff that you do for the community, you know, especially that uh, you had that uh, Trev Dealey uh, event in July. Unfortunately, we were not here. I would have attended for sure. But you want to talk about that or anything else real estate related? Um, I'll, let, I'll let Michael touch on that. It was kind of his idea. And um, so he, I'll let him uh, go with that. Michael, you want to tell him about it? The only the only other thing that we do for uh, for that is is um, Airbnb for for real estate that we haven't touched on. Oh yeah, yeah. If that's yeah, if that's, that's a good that's a hot topic right now. Yeah. So yeah, the big the big thing now that everybody's talking about is the uh, the new that have come up the new legislation about um, Airbnbs. So I've been getting a lot of messages about that because uh, people know that we do have the uh, Airbnbs going on in Whistler. Yeah. Uh, luckily enough. Whistler is um, a municipality, so it's exempt from all those uh, those rules. Okay. Um, so if anybody's looking to s- still buy an Airbnb or, or interested in Airbnb, unfortunately Vancouver is no more. But um, Whistler is still uh, still a good one. So yeah, there's fourteen resort cities in BC that qualify. So that's where you want to buy. You want to make sure that if you are buying to do an Airbnb, it has to be in one of those. So yeah. Uh, lots of legislation, lots of changes, uh, but, a lot of on the Airbnb. That's for sure. Yeah. But they, so you guys do list and sell and buy up, up for clients up in Whistler. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. So they should use you because I know that in Whistler there's Phase One and Phase Twos, and yeah. if someone wants to buy something and use it exclusively for themselves, they might get stuck if they're in a Phase Two or whatever. Okay. So they should contact you guys to make uh-huh. sure they absolutely no surprises. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and the last, the last years we didn't we didn't know much about all that either. We've kind of uh, we've kind of learnt uh, uh, by purchasing ourselves and now getting uh, and now our clients seeing um, the results of that and how profitable it can be. And we've sold quite a few units, so we do know Whistler very well now. All the ins and outs and all that. Yeah, definitely. Good. So, do you guys do do you do manage Airbnbs too? Like, do you manage an Airbnb for someone? Like, if I owned a house. No, you don't do that. No, no. they're not a okay. management company. I, okay. I just, I just manage manage our own, and, and that's yeah. Okay, and that's an, and that's more than enough, right? It's more than enough. More than enough. <laughs> I just no, had, I, I just had an email today from the concierge. Sent me a picture that uh, um, somebody from the outside of the building threw an egg at the window. Oh, I saw oh, that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> so, you, know, yeah, yeah, you know, expensive eggs are too. Shit. I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's not. Somebody it's not had a lot some of sort work. of beef it's just, there. It's just minor things like that, right? And it's just sometimes you sit there and you shake your head. Yeah. Well, exactly. we have a funny Airbnb. Um, uh, maybe not so funny for the Airbnb owner. The last uh, Cretan dance we had last year, we decided mm-hmm. instead of hotel rooms, we we're going to rent them an Airbnb, which we thought would work out great. But what we didn't take into account is that Greeks from Greece don't like following rules and they smoked the entire time inside the house, even though it was non-smoking. And then we got a huge bill (laughs) after they checked out for bedding and, you know, steam cleaning and all sorts of stuff. So what are you guys seeing right now? You know, I know in the past neighborhoods suddenly became so fashionable and you were thinking to yourself really like here like we never thought when we were young that for example the main and fraser area would be Mm -hmm. you know uh 
as trendy as it is now. And so what are you, what do you guys think for up and coming sort of trendy areas, not necessarily just in Vancouver, but even out towards uh, the suburbs or the Valley and such. For, for me, like a trendy wise, um, North Burnaby is, is, is taking off with the whole Brentwood area, the development around there. And there's, there's a lot, a lot of, um, People my age moving there, it's becoming like a little bit of a, um, a younger demographic around there too. And you know, suites are a little more um, modern and luxury. So yeah, that's that's a big uh, big area that's up and coming. Um, is Brentwood? Mm. It has been. It has been. It's, yeah, it's the development around there is just going to continue now on the side of low heat as well. So yeah, that's a that's a good one to get into. Okay. You're talking about mainly Maine and Fraser areas. That's kind of what you're touching base on, Dora? No, anything that you guys, I know in the past, Maine and Fraser just skyrocketed, right? But is there anything else that you're thinking? They've, they've become more of, of a commercial drive, right? That's kind of what they've become. And they they were, they weren't very pricey. And uh, now they've, they're out of reach. just like everywhere else. They're, yeah. They have Main Street, everybody wants to be on Fraser um, because it's like a drive. It's like the commercial drive area, similar to that kind of vibe. Right? Do you see yeah. anything in terms of suburbs outside of Vancouver or the lower mainland, like heading south towards, you know, Ladner or east? Is there any particular neighborhoods, even though they seem just so far away? But I don't know, the Maple Ridges and the like, what what do you see trend wise out a well, little more? Surrey and, and, and Langley have, have grown a lot over the last 10 years because people are being pushed out, right? They're, you know, houses have gone up, you know, half a million plus in, in just, you know, a, sh- a short amount of years and uh, people are being pushed out to, to the Valley. And uh, that's why Surrey has grown so much. And, and it's, it's the, becoming the, the fastest growing city in Canada. Yeah. And, wow. And uh, so, so they have, uh, I don't think any one particular area, but just, just the Fraser Valley in general, people are, are, are going there because it's becoming more affordable, but even mm-hmm. there, you're looking at a starter home is still a million dollars plus. Yeah. 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 Insane. I know. What I've been seeing for, for, for my age demographic is, is Coquitlam because everybody wants to be in Vancouver. Everybody wants to be as close to downtown as possible. And then after that, like I said, is North Burnaby and you know, that's, that's expensive too. Like you're going to be a condo and it's, you know, eleven twelve hundred dollars a square foot. Um, so yeah, the best thing you're moving to Coquitlam. There's a lot of, uh, you know, pre-sales and new master plan communities going on in there too. So that's, uh, that's another area. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nico, I'm yes. ready for your question now. <laughs> what? Now that we've tackled real estate. Remember how old I am? I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> About no. charitable works. Yeah, charitable works. You know, the, um, you know, you're always, you guys are always there at functions, uh, sponsoring, helping out, which is great, getting your name out there, helping the communities. Um, in July, there was a, uh, at Trev Dealey, uh, there was an event there that you guys would, were you guys the hosts? Were you the, yeah. Do you want to ex- talk it's about our, that? Yeah, it's, it's our event. Um, basically, what happened was, um, I mean, we've been talking for about it for years. Um, me and Michael are both car guys. We're both motorcycle guys. Um, we both have motorcycles. We both have cars. We have lots of all of that stuff. So, um, you know, we were always into that um, motorcycle and car community and, you know, hot rods and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, we thought, how can we 
you know, turn something that we like a passion into um, helping something, helping people. So um, as some of you might know, my, my wife passed away, Michael's mom, a number of years ago. So we thought, you know, let's do something for, for cancer. Let's do something in honor of my wife. So we talked about it for a number of years. It was actually Michael's idea. And, um, you know, we hummed and hawed and, you know, let's do it. Let's not. Let's how we, how we going to do it. It's so much work. And a few years ago, my brother passes away from cancer. So I guess that's kind of what kicked us in the ass and said, you know what? Let's get on with it. And Michael says, Dad, let's just, let's just do it. Yeah. And, and uh, here we are now in second year. Um, we did, how much did we do now, Michael, the second year? Yeah. Uh, 42? Forty-two thousand. Wow. wow, a lot of people too. Yeah, attended. Yeah, and July yeah. is going to be the. It's going to be every every July, beginning of July, or is that change? Uh, it dep- depends on the year. Depends on what what other events are going on around the same time. And Got it. It'll be it'll be an ongoing thing every summer uh, for as long as we can do it. Hopefully, make sure you and share, share the it only, with us. I'll probably the only person that is going to ask this question. But who's Trev Dealy? <laughs> oh jeez, Dora, you drive by it all the time on Boundary. It's yeah. where they sell Harleys and bikes and oh, motorcycles. Oh, the Harley change- shop. Okay, okay, here it's the warehouse that changes colors and night. Okay. purple. And- yeah, the museum. The one that's close to the hair salon warehouse. Oh, there you go. The, yeah, yes. Okay, sure. got it. <laughs> dealership that's on Boundary Road. So we were looking for a spot that that you know we we're thinking, okay, what where can we do this? Where we're what's big enough where we can, you know, we were looking for a parking spot or somewhere, where, you know, that we could do it. So we, we approached Trev Dealies and we said, you know, can we, um, can we use your parking lot? Cause they're closed on Sunday. So we said, can we use your parking lot on Sunday? This is what we want to do. And um, I got a call a few days later from the general manager and said, Oh, do you mind if you guys come in? I'd like to chat with you about, you know, your idea. And I said, sure. So me and Michael went down there and they said, well, you know, we love your idea. It's great, but can we do this with you? Oh, great. Yeah. We'd love to do it together. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a partnership and, uh, uh, we're, and that's how it became and that's how we're, we're going to continue it. Yeah. Awesome. Make sure you share it with us so we can share it with social media and our friends. I sent, I sent it to a bunch of friends. Unfortunately, like I said, we weren't here, but I would have been there for sure. So next year, next year, next year for sure. Yeah. 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 We wow. had over 150 entries, uh, this year, um, almost double of what we had last year. Wow. Uh, and cars and different events and uh, different sponsors and there's lots to, lots to do it's fun lots to see so yeah I definitely uh, encourage everybody to come out and, and all the money every penny right every penny goes to the BC Cancer Foundation so yeah and uh, so the yeah the goal would be to double it again if we can we doubled it from last year so if we can double wow. it again so yeah yeah that's and, you incredible know what, it's such an important uh, event for such a you know a cause that we're, mm-hmm. we're all affected by cancer everybody has some effect somehow one way where everybody's been touched it at some that's point right. absolutely absolutely and, and that's that's the other thing too that I was talking about earlier is that i remember going as a kid to all these car and motorcycle shows with with my dad right and growing up and it's just it's something nice to, to continue now it's another chapter of that to host your own show and it's and it's nice to continue that for the next generation of of fathers and sons too, right? And yeah, it's it's a great event that uh, brings people together that have similar interests or or don't have similar interests that just come together just for the for the charity and and you know just the networking and the connection, meeting people is uh, 
it's a great thing to uh, for people. Yeah. Well, guys, awesome. um, it's such a joy to see such a connected father son and same business. I'm sure you guys have your ups and downs, but all I see is ups right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a joy to have you on the show. I really thank you for joining us of and course. for everybody listening or listening to our podcast. Please follow Dritzis Real Estate if you want to see Michael in his element. I'm telling you, Michael, I'm not sure if is a real estate or do you have a bigger future well, well you know what i'm still whatever sells whatever sells right hey mike i haven't seen you ride your bike at night yet it's too, cold, it's too, too cold. cold i know i know yeah. that's the cool i've always yeah yeah it's so that's awesome that's awesome all right thanks thank you, you guys and yeah and thank we'll, you uh, we'll do it again news for this week everybody thank you for joining us and thank you again to bill and michael dritzas for the interview we just had um they are amazing uh greek community contributors and supporters so um let's just put that out there i don't even know why i said that but okay and that's the best part no no, i mean the fact that they're (laughs) they're doing so much in the community and they're and they're helping and 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 providing obviously um homes for individuals and and all these great stories in terms of what they've gone through it's really good yes yeah okay so uh let me start by saying that met youth is doing their uh quarterly i guess sandwich making for the homeless this november 23rd at 7 p.m at the hellenic community of vancouver i have a question yes um, is that up to a certain age for the Met Youth to make sandwiches? <laughs> I believe so. I believe you need to be part of Met Youth, which is youth. I know. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're going to have so to do our own Nobody sandwich. under 25 can make sandwiches. Okay, go on. Yes. <laughs> so get your kids to participate. It's almost the holidays. It's cold outside. People are starving. Uh, they make the sand. The younger ones make the sandwiches, right? Like the teenagers. And the goodie bags, and then um, they don't. The older ones go down to the downtown east side with Father um, Nicolaus, and they distribute. Actually, probably good to put out there if you are a knitter or a craft maker or things that you like to do, um, or a candlestick and- maker. Or a candlestick maker, <laughs> and you want to donate things like socks, things like toques. Um, I know a good friend of mine who crochets in the past has made a whole bunch of scarves and has given it to Met Youth. And then when they hand things out, they hand out those as well to the downtown east side. Cool. Next. Do you want me to continue? Hey, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll just provide the commentary as you go through each of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, next up, we talked about crafts. Let's talk about the mini makers holiday market on November 25th from 1 to 5 p.m. at the Hellenic community of Vancouver. Lots of Greek artists artis- and artisans there um, selling their products before the Christmas season. Moving on to the Anna fundraiser. I think, George, you'd like to announce this one. Yeah, I would really like to give my peace of mind on this one. Um... What's that word, Nico, that we call Vienna kids? Uh, Agelis. Agelis. Cool. Yeah. Colocos. Colo- yes. They're, have, they're having a fundraiser, a night with the Greeks, and it should be the, the Greeks, night with the Greeks, night with the Greek kids, really. Uh, November 25th, 8 p.m., Sympatica Restaurant. All kidding aside, uh, look, if you can go and you 
can be allowed in because of your age, go and support the kids. I mean, <laughs> we joke around, obviously, but um, go and support the kids. We want the kids to fundraiser to succeed, uh, even though we're not allowed to attend. So that's on the 25th, right? That's on yes. the 25th. Which yes. is great. Get the kids out of our hair so we can go to Trocadero's because Trocadero's is a Greek night. Exactly. That's what we're doing. On Good. The and Trocadero's has an age limit. You have to be 29 and over. So <laughs> no, I don't think so. So yes, that is the next uh, community event. Buzuki night with Yanni Sahamis is happening on November 25th. Again, at Trocadero restaurant uh, doors open at 8 PM for that event. Of course, if you want to go for dinner earlier, I am sure they will let you in. Yes, it's ten dollars a person, uh, and and isn't it interesting that Trocadero's and Simpatico is the first time? Aren't they related? Yes. Oh, they're cousins. I believe they're cousins. <laughs> they're so they're covering all the age groups. Yes, exactly. They're, they're yes. Exactly. Okay, maybe uh, we should do something for the seniors that night too. They're all St. Barbara's. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're at St. Barbara's having their own night there. But there's no Marino Anastopoulos who works at St. Barbara's. So who's going to cover? That has to be a third Marino Anastopoulos for the seniors. We got to figure that out. <laughs> um, Agios Kostadinos Eleni, the Greek community of Surrey, are having a Christmas bake sale. They're doing it over the course of two weekends. November 26, Sunday, November 26th, and then Saturday, December 2nd, and Saturday, December 3rd, from 12 to 3 at the Greek community of Surrey. So make sure you go get your baked goods from them. Anybody else? In addition, Nico, do you want to talk about Faros? I don't have it up. Faros, oh. November 27th, they have a lecture on Byzantine jewelry in life and death. Now, who needs jewelry in death? Who knows? But go to the Byzantine uh, lecture on the 27th of um, November at the Helena Community of Vancouver at 7.30 p.m. And you'll find out more. There is, of course, also the AGM annual general meeting happening of the Vancouver Helena Community on the 28th of November. Uh, the agenda has been circulated. It seems pretty straightforward, but if you ha- if you like to attend that, ask questions. Uh, that'll be great. Um, the HEPA scholarship is deadline is December first. Uh, the applications are coming in. Great to see that. Um, yeah, the awards will happen on the fourteenth of January. I don't know about this next one. I, I, I'm boycotting mentioning the next one. Argyros is in Los Angeles on December the 2nd. If anybody follows him on Instagram, you'll see that he's officially arrived in New York. It's basically, George, it's like the biggest, what is the biggest American singer of all time? Elvis Presley. Bruce Bruce Springsteen. It's like Bruce Springsteen touring Greece. Like even if you lived in Samos, you would want to know that he's in Thessaloniki because you potentially want to go see him. Yes. And anyway, so uh, at the Dolby Theater, contact on Instagram and Facebook is Power Muse Productions for your tickets. And, of course, St. George Christmas Bake Sale happening on December 3rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hunter Community of Vancouver. I'm not sure about that time there. 11 a.m., church is still going on. How are they able to make sales during church time? These are the Philoptokos <laughs> ladies. These church ladies are cutting into the time. And, of course, finally... Finally, Kalada, December 9th, 2 p.m., Hunter Community with Zephyros Dance Group. They're going to be doing the Kalada. Trigona, Kalanda, Scorpis, and Padu. Okay. 
Amazing seeing everyone today. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know you have choices, but thank you for joining us. Aideya. Yajara. Vinekotipota. Taka.